Welcome to the Sherry and Brock Show, the best place to hear about real people accomplishing incredible things. Tune in every week to hear encouraging interviews with authentic individuals who've discovered purpose and are living the life they've always wanted. The host for this podcast includes CEO and founder of CDM Media Group and positive influencer Sherry Cranford, as well as entrepreneur, business coach, and award-winning MC, event host, and DJ Brock Barton. It's our hope that each week by tuning in, you'll be encouraged and inspired to do great things in your own life. Now here are your hosts, Sherry and Brock. Hey everyone, I'm so excited to be here today with my co-host Brock Barton and special guest Amelia Holder. We hope you're inspired and enjoy listening to us today as we sit down and talk with Amelia. She is the owner of a beautiful wedding and event venue, Emerson Fields. And now I'm going to hand it over to our co-host, Brock Barton. Hi guys, so excited for today. We get to visit with Amelia Holder. Uh, so Amelia is the co-owner, co-owner of Emerson Fields, a wedding venue. That's in Excel, Missouri, just north of Columbia. Uh, beautiful place. And she's been in the wedding industry for uh, over 10 years uh, in the home remodeling and flipping industry as well, uh, creating heartwarming spaces with her uh, husband. They've been doing that for over 20 years. Uh, I'm told she loves a little coffee with her cream and sugar in the morning. Uh, she's also been a realtor. Uh, she's worked in radio. Hey, that's two of us. And uh, she was a stay-at-home mom. Uh, to three daughters as well. Uh, she's, uh, she's a wedding and family photographer, or she has been for several years, uh, but now she thoroughly enjoys capturing memories uh, of her five grandchildren in photos. So hello, Amelia. How are you? Welcome to the Project Sherry and Brock Show. Hello. Thank you for having me. This is fun. I'm so excited to get to uh, visit with you on the show. And actually, uh, I'm going to jump in and, and kind of just tell a little a little backstory. Amelia and I, um, uh, we've gotten to cross paths before. I, as, a, as an event DJ, I've gotten to be at uh, her beautiful wedding venue, Emerson Fields, uh, before. And uh, so has some of my team, including the DJ events. And so I'm so excited we get to connect again in a new, unique place on this podcast. Yes, yes. I am so happy that, um, you know, our venue has stretched, um, you know, we were just talking before the cast that you are a little ways away from us, but man, a wedding, wedding kind of brings people from all over together. And, and we love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's awesome. Amelia, welcome to our show. Um, we would love to know a little bit about yourself. And I know that our listeners would love to know about hear about your journey into the wedding industry and bu- building your beautiful venue there at Emerson Fields. Sure, sure. We had um, we built Emerson Fields. My husband and I um, started on it in 2017, and um, the vision, I guess, for Emerson Fields kind of came from me photographing weddings. Um, you know, years previous to that. I had photographed weddings in Florida and the Carolinas and Missouri, Arizona, all over. And I was just taking notes, I guess, mentally taking notes um, about how a space flowed and how it photographed. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, after a wedding is over, you have the photograph. And that's usually what's cherished, you know, the most. And... I wanted to build a space that um, just allowed for better photography. We wanted to build a space that was heartwarming, you know, and brought friends and family together. So 
we just sketched it out. I mean, we literally drew out the plans ourselves, built it ourselves, and um, now we're running it. So it's been it's been quite a journey. Um, as Brock said, I've been in real estate. We've flipped homes, remodeled homes. So we have a um, side business with construction, and um, we like to stay busy, I guess, is what <laughs> the moral of the story. But, um, yeah, just kind of the construction side of things as well as the photography, um, kind of marrying those things together, if you will. That's kind of where Emerson Fields was born from. That's awesome. I know that um, flipping homes, um, you probably have the idea, and that's how you um, constructed the whole business and, and the venue because it's absolutely gorgeous. Um I would love to see it in person. I looked online, and it's just absolutely gorgeous. Thank you. You're welcome. It it was um, an 11-month journey building it, and um, it was busy. It's a lot of hard work. (laughs) I tell people there's 237 gallons of white paint on the inside, and I know that's how much there is (laughs) because I painted it myself. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's a lot of paint. It is, for sure. Now, for, for our listeners, um, would you maybe would you share a little bit about the style and the look of your wedding here? Yeah. So, um, obviously, kind of a farmhouse style is very um, popular, trending right now. Um, when we kind of set out to, to draw the plans of the venue, I knew I wanted um, an upper level for additional seating if needed. We knew we wanted... Um, suites where the bride and groom could actually get dressed and ready at the venue, um, as well as kind of have a full kitchen and bar area, um, you know, for catering and, and bar service. So we kind of mapped all of that out, and it we didn't really want to build a rustic barn. I feel like that trend is kind of um, that one foot out the door, if you will. And so I knew I didn't want to build something too rustic, and it just made sense to build um, kind of this all white, it does have the, the shape of a barn, but much more elegant. Um, there's a little bit of industrial feel on the inside with um, black uh, railing that, uh, that we built. And there's a brick wall behind the bar. There's a brick wall um, in the reception area. But um, basically, just to kind of mix some of the different textures. We have some brick, we have some warm wood tones with our posts, and then basically everything else is painted white. <laughs> because white reflects light and it makes beautiful photos. <laughs> um, but we did the shiplap uh, interior, and um, I mean, it works well that that's kind of on trend right now. But in all honesty, we did the shiplap because of its durability. Um, we milled all the shiplap inside the venue as we built it and um, hung it and then painted it all white. But it, it's just a, a much more durable um, type of product to have on your walls, you know, a space that's being used commercially. So it's it's kind of hand in hand. Yes, it's, it's a little bit of the farmhouse trend, a little bit more modern. And um, we knew we wanted to build a space that, you know, for instance, you want to do, um, you know, 
a barbecue reception and you want to have country music playing, it's going to work here. You want to do a little more upscale, plated to the table, tall, you know, floral centerpieces at every table, that's going to work here too. So we, you know, we kind of looked at all the different styles, um, just kind of across the gamut, really. That's incredible. One of my favorite features of the venue, too, is you've got the, the one wall that sits behind the head table is just almost entirely glass, like a huge set of windows on that wall. Um, yeah. It's beautiful views. And, of course, got the, the little lake that's, that's off to the side there uh, as well. Really complements the venue. So a super, right. super beautiful place. Well, that's something we thought about, too. I, you know, just I have a photographer's brain, and I can't can't make that stop <laughs> so um the building sits the direction that it sits because of where the sun sets and how it will photograph and the lake is where it is dependent on you know because the sun sets um there and, and it makes beautiful uh reflection on the water pretty pictures but that huge wall of windows um kind of faces the southwest i knew i didn't want it facing completely west because you don't want that direct sunset light coming directly in um you kind of want a you know a softer version of that kind of coming from the side so yeah it's it's definitely um a show-stopping you know statement and a lot of couples get married in the venue um and when you do that usually that big wall of windows is um the backdrop to the ceremony so that works well too that's awesome it sounds just beautiful. Perfect place for brides to get married. So, sounds gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. And I guess maybe kind of circling back to what you all had asked before, something I'm, of course, just thinking about now. But um, three of our, all three of our daughters are married. Two of them had outdoor weddings. And um, if I remember the conversation correctly, it's something like, Mom, I just want a simple outdoor wedding. Well, <laughs> there's really nothing simple about having an outdoor wedding in a space that's not prepared for that. Um, you have restrooms, you know, you have electricity, you need sound systems, you need dance floor, you need some sort of shelter in case it rains, all of these things. So all of that kind of also was um, maybe the catalyst in um, starting Emerson Fields. We had been through their three weddings. We knew if you design a space specifically for weddings and you have some outdoor options, you know, people can have that quote unquote simple outdoor wedding, but you have the backup plan of having the venue in case it rains. You've got a full kitchen, you've got restrooms, you know, all of those things that we didn't have when, uh, when we planned our daughter's wedding. We just kind of wanted to put all that together. Um, folks and make it easier you know on people well i think daughters can make you um realize what you need in a wedding what, what mistakes you made so I, i'm sure with three daughters getting married you knew exactly what yes to make it happen <laughs> so yes yes i have a i have one daughter and and um we look back and we know a few things that we would have changed and um i think i think that when you plan weddings you kind of see that side of it Right, very much so. 
so what is why we're talking about Emerson Fields? Um, what's one of your biggest challenge and surprises of running the venue? Well, um, I guess I would probably have to say the time that it takes um, to run the venue. Um, you know, from just email inquiries to showing the venue, um, cleaning and upkeep. Right now, Steve's not joining the podcast with us because he's outside fertilizing the 36 acres and reseeding it <laughs> for next spring. It's just, it's constantly something. Um, we live on the property, and it makes it very handy for us. Um, we're also, you know, right here if couples need us on the weekend of their wedding. But um, probably is it's just being able to have some time away from it as well, you know, for families, for those five grandbabies. Um, we've had five grandbabies born in the last 28 months, so we're adjusting (laughs) to, um, yeah, just to try to juggle all of those things, time management, um, more than anything, probably. So tell us about your grandchildren and congratulations on your newest addition. I know there's a new little one. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, we have the three daughters. One lives in Lawrence, Kansas, and she has a son, Judah. He's almost two. And then she has the newest addition, which is a little girl, Ada. We have a daughter that um, lives in Madison, Missouri, and her and her husband um, work for the school there. And they have a son, Everett, that's two. And then they have a daughter, Emeline, who's just five months old. And then we have a daughter and her husband that live in Columbia, Missouri, and they're both kind of in the healthcare industry, and they have a new little um, boy, and his name is Parker. So we have lots of babies, lots of fun when we all get together. Oh, grandchildren are the best. They sure add to your yes. life. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And one of the grandsons was here yesterday, um, Everett was, and we have fish out in the lake. And he loves to go feed the fish. Anytime he comes over, he wants to go feed the fish. So it's just kind of more of the feel of like, you know, this is our home, but we also share it with, you know, a couple and 150 of their friends every weekend. Right. Um, but it's, it's very much about our family, you know, too. So I think people resonate with that and they, they like that. We hear that quite a bit um, that, you know, through the process of them planning their weddings here, they get to know us, and we cultivate friendships, you know, with those with those couples. And that's what it's all about is, is they know the personal side of you, and you're making memories with your family and also the, the brides and grooms that come there and their families. They get to make memories um, at Emerson Field. Right. So such a neat thing that you guys are doing. Yeah, thank you. I love the, I love the family atmosphere that you guys are – uh, creating uh, there with that. And I also know you said you were a stay-at-home mom, and I know many of our uh-huh. listeners are also stay-at-home moms. So, you know, I'll chime in there and say, tell us about that. Tell us about being a stay-at-home <laughs> mom. What What is some of your advice having succeeded in being a stay-at-home mom? What advice do you have for some of our listeners? Oh, my. <laughs> that is a loaded question, Brock. Um, <laughs> being a stay-at-home mom is, not glamorous um (laughs) we'll start with that it's very rewarding um i wouldn't have had it any other way i stayed home with our kids um towards uh basically the end of you know 
their school age days. So we had, you know, a senior in high school and we had one in sixth grade and I was home when they got home from, you know, school. I was the one picking them up from school. And um, I really cherished that time probably even more than when they were infants because I got to be the one that they bounced their problems off of and asked for solutions for and, you know, kind of just help them become um, adults. And if, you know, if you don't have that opportunity to be there with your kids and kind of, you know, answer some of those questions, they will, they'll basically take on the personality of, you know, those people that they're getting to hang around with. So um, we were, we were pretty structured in that, you know, our kids had um, basically about one extracurricular activity that they could do a school year because I was home. I wanted them home with me. I was also their church, you know, youth group leader and on the PTO and all those kind of things. So, um, yeah, we spent a lot of time together. But one of probably the most cherished things for me was um, as each daughter graduated high school, we um, treated them, I guess, as, you know, so to speak, to a mission trip out of the country. So I was the first one to take them out of the country and just kind of introduce them to mission work and service work. And it really helped to shape the girls because they realized not everybody lives like we do here in America. Not everyone is this blessed, you know. And um, they've all three are very strong in their faith and, um, you know, are involved in missions. And I think had I not been at home with them, seeing how, you know, we could help walk them through that, it may not have happened. And I just think that that was a, a huge uh, deciding factor, you know, in the route that they took as they became adults. So very appreciative of that. Um, and we also, they also had to raise some of the, of the funds for the trips themselves, you know, so it wasn't just a, a vacation, so to speak. But um, yeah, we, we really liked, liked being able to have me at home. Um, Steve is actually a highway patrolman. Um, that's his full-time job plus the construction <laughs> plus Emerson Fields. Um, so yeah, we, we stay busy now and, um, yeah, we're just very thankful and blessed that, you know, our hard work paid off and we get to see, we get to see a fun love story each weekend. So that's awesome. Wow. That's awesome. That's great. I mean, seeing a home, a mom is a hard job and, and, we're thankful for all our moms out there. So thank, I'm sure your, your daughters are thankful. And, um, so thank you to all the moms that, um, every day they get up and take care of their kids and give them the best that they got. Right. No doubt. That's the hardest job you'll ever love right there. Right. (laughs) It's the best job. (laughs) Yep. So who has been the biggest influence in your life? Probably my husband and kids, I would have to say, Um, you know, kind of goes back again to um, just creating that family. Steve and I were married very young. Um, I was 17 and he was 19. And um, we got married and he was 
already enlisted in the Air Force. So we moved from Missouri to Virginia and lived there for four years before coming back to Missouri. And that's obviously when he went um, through the Missouri Highway Patrol Academy, um, became a state trooper. But we started out so young that I feel like we grew up together. And we made decisions. Of course, we made mistakes. But, you know, we made all those decisions together. And um, just, you know, my daughters are some of my best friends right now. And I can bounce anything off of Steve. So just building that strong family foundation, I feel like, was probably the most influential for me. Um, and just gave me the confidence to, you know, to try something new. Let's move to Excella, Missouri and build a venue. Why not? You know, <laughs> so <laughs> most people have never heard of Excella, Missouri um, to begin with. But uh, one interesting thing about Excello, when I'm, since I'm talking about that, um, it was originally the town of Emerson. And that's why Emerson Fields is called Emerson Fields. Um, oh, that's the, awesome. Yeah, the town of Emerson, like, had a store. It had the, you know, Emerson Mercantile that had, um, you know, schools. And there was a coal mine in that area. And um, I guess it got built up to the point that they needed a post office. So when they commissioned the government for a post office to come to their town and, you know, have one there, they uh, found out that there was already another Emerson, Missouri, which is actually over um, north of Canton, or north of Cannibal, kind of that Canton area. And so they had to change the name of the town. So they changed it to Excello. Um, and that's just something I found out when I was researching. And of course, you know, you're, well, is it, let's build a wedding venue. Well, what are we going to call it? Um, <laughs> that, was a, that was a big hurdle. So in that research, I found that little story out, and I thought that would just be pretty cool to pay tribute to what was once, you know, kind of a booming commerce here, and now is, you know, a blip in the in the road. I mean, there's not a lot there right now. So, yeah, that's why we named it Emerson Field. Well, that's a neat background so story. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I had no idea. That's a really cool story. I need to put that out there more, but you know, I just, I, I know it. So sometimes I forget and assume that other people, you know, don't know it. So, yeah. Well, I, uh, I have a, I have a question here and this one's kind of a, a big one. Um, a lot of times we have, you know, listeners listen in and, and they don't really get to know. They kind of just get a high level understanding of who you are. Uh, and, uh, and so a question we always like to ask, you know, what, what's, what's, What's something you would want people to know about you? Like, uh, what are some things you would want to share? Like, the most important thing you would want people to know about you at a high level? Well, goodness, that is a loaded question. <laughs> um, I would, yeah, I would think that, um, and, and like I said, I'd listened to previous podcasts that y'all put out, and I, I feel like I really did get to know um, Haley and um, and her music, but. Um, just knowing that we want the best for our couples, uh, I, and I think that's really, that boils down to any business person, any entrepreneur um, is doing what they're doing because they want to help others succeed and they want the best possible outcome for them. And that's just kind of part of who I am. I think um, we all have, you know, 
spiritual gifts. We all have different things we're good at. And I'm, I have the spiritual gift of hospitality, I think. <laughs> so we hear that a lot from our couples, um, just saying that, well, for instance, a bride that was married here this summer, of course, she went through having to postpone her wedding because of COVID and, you know, all the things. And um, after the fact, I just kind of asked her what surprised her about working with us. And she said that um, just, we were the, you know, the venue and the rental that she didn't know that she needed uh, because we became her friend and we helped her walk through it. Um, and I, you know, I feel like that right there, you know, put that on a billboard <laughs> and I'm done. You know, that that's what we want for people. We want to be helpful and we want to um, make their wedding, you know, the whole entire process as smooth as it can be for them. Um, and I think that kind of boils down to, I've found, um, I've worked in a lot of different areas, obviously, and, you know, advertising and marketing and uh, real estate, stay at home mom, photography, and you boil all that together. And it, you know, it kind of comes down to, I've used all those experiences to mold Emerson Fields and to be the best hostess you know, for their wedding that I can be. Yeah. Does that even answer your question? <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. I love that. Okay. I love that your I love that your heart is in it in that way. I think that's incredible. Yeah. And I, I feel like if, you know, you can tell when someone's heart's not in something or if they're in it, you know, solely for the bottom line, um, things like that. You know, I feel like you can tell that. And that's one thing. Um, we knew this is something, you know, we wanted to do as we get closer to retirement, but we knew we wanted it to be an experience for people that they wouldn't forget. We didn't want it to feel like a transaction, you know, in other words. Um, and that, again, going back to um, this bride, Kalina, um, she was with Hannibal, but anyway, she said, um, when I thought about booking a venue, she said, I, I thought at first I pictured it as a business transaction. But by the time the wedding weekend came, you felt like family. And we were very at ease there. I'm like, yeah, you know, that just brings tears to your eyes. <laughs> that, that's exactly what we want for our couples. Um, we only do, typically, only do one wedding per weekend. So the couple has the entire space for the entire weekend gives them more time with their family, gives them more time, you know, with the friends and the guests that they've invited. And um, that's, that's what we love. I mean, that's why, you know, why you have a wedding. Yes, you're getting married, but you're bringing all these people together to celebrate, um, you know, your love. So. That's cool. That's super, super cool. Thanks. Yes. What a wonderful thing you're giving back to the brides and memories and, I think when you celebrate the kind of the heart behind the business and, and you know what, what comes out of it and what you're trying to give back to others is just, that's a really great thing that you guys are doing. Thank you. Thank you. We're enjoying it. I mean, that's another thing that surprises me, how much I really enjoy it. It doesn't feel like work. Um, you know, it, it takes a lot of time and, and we're committed to it. But, um, you know, every weekend, the couple shows up and I feel like I'm just as excited as 
if it was the first wedding here, you know, so. That's awesome. So what's one thing you wish you had known when you began your career? Well, let's see, which career? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I don't, I didn't have like a career path and, you know, I went to college and this is exactly what I want to do and I have it all figured out. That just, that wasn't me. Um, and, uh, you know, I think there's a ton of things that I wish I would have known, but um, it probably boils down to kind of across the board, you know, with whichever career I was in, um, just using the gifts that I've been given in the best way, you know, um, whether it was uh, radio advertising. I worked at Kick FM, KHMO in Hannibal, um, you know using the gifts I had to, to talk to people and figure out their marketing needs for their businesses, use that in the best way possible. Um, you know, I'm a stay-at-home mom for the next however many years, 12, 13 years after that. Um, our kids were raised in Marceline and went to school there. It's a great little town. And, um, you know, I used the resources and the gifts that I've been given to be the best stay-at-home mom I could be. Um, and I think that's really all you can do is, is use, you know, what's been given to you. Um, but yeah, we just also to summarize, I guess we've moved around a lot in Missouri. So, um, with the highway patrol that we've lived in a lot of different places and, um, we love Missouri. There's just a ton of different variety here. Yeah. Missouri is incredible, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really is. We lived down around New Franklin, um, gosh, the year, we moved to New Franklin in 94, so it was the year after the big 93 flood. We couldn't find a house to buy because everyone had moved away from the river. Um, you know, just all those experiences are really cool and thinking about the different terrain and, you know, the different towns we've lived in. But everywhere you look in Missouri, People just are really caring, and they just want to help you. You know. Yeah, this is a this is a this is a place uh, here in the Midwest, especially here in Missouri, where uh, people people go above and beyond to kind of care for other people. You know, and yeah. uh, try to look for look 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 out for other people, and uh, even encourage, and you know, even if it's nothing more than just smiling and saying hello to a complete stranger on on the sidewalk. That's that's very indicative of Missouri. And the way we do things here. Yes, yes, I agree. And I hope that, you know, that continues. And um, that is one of the reasons we love living here. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, so something we like doing on the Sharing Brock Show, we love, uh, you know, hearing uh, encouraging stories. And, um, and, and, you know, I know that starting and running your business as a person who's also started my own, like, I know that's not always easy. There are definitely hurdles that tend to come mm -hmm. up. So what have been some of the biggest hurdles that you've had to overcome uh, and, and how did you overcome them? Well, within this field, I feel like some of the biggest hurdles um, were just physically getting um, the end product, <laughs> you know, getting the venue built. Um, we've also added a pavilion since we, we opened in 2018 and 2019, we built an outdoor wedding pavilion. 
Um, so there's always going to be things, you know, that we're adding. But for me, one of those big hurdles is getting it, getting the design down and getting it built. Um, I tend to not be very patient about things. And, well, you want to wave a magic wand and you want it done. Um, but now looking back, I'm so thankful that uh, we did a lot of that work ourselves. Um, and again, you know, sometimes we can, we can be in our own way, but, um, I feel like it was really helpful for us because we worked on our timeline. Um, so that would be one thing. It's just physically getting the building, um, buildings built. Um, but the other thing that's probably as is every other business owner, um, in 2020 has been COVID and the pandemic has been, um, it's just been hard. It's sad to have that conversation with couples that have been planning. Most of the time, couples book us 18 to 24 months in advance. And then you get close to that point and you have to have that conversation of, well, you know, it doesn't look like we're going to be able to go forward with your wedding, things like that. And it's just sad. Um, But we've had the most gracious couples through this whole thing. Um, Everybody has been very understanding. You know, they understand there's nothing we can do. We, you know, we're understanding of them and their situations. But, um, yeah, it, it's definitely affected the wedding industry um, huge. But what we're seeing now since we reopened um, the end of May and since then, um, the weddings have just been smaller. Uh, they, I feel like they're more intimate. Brides and, and grooms are really more um, selective, if you will, on you know on who they're inviting. They're really whittling it down to who do we really want to share this experience with, and that's not a bad thing either. Um, but as a business, you know, and, and revenue and and um, just everything that the pandemic has brought, uh, it's been it's been difficult. Oh, for sure. For sure. As a, you know, uh, we obviously do a lot of events as well, and I'm in completely in agreement with you. The, the kindness, um, the graciousness that I've seen from from people, it's been it's been incredible. It's been a tough situation for everybody, and you know, we've um, had a wonderful opportunity as uh, business owners to also step up and kind of come alongside uh, our clients and support them and uh, and and help figure out how to make sure that they have the day uh that they've always dreamed of and so um right yeah that's that's awesome uh, that's awesome um so so and the other thing that i heard that i just love is that you keep talking about the venue uh it's just kind of a labor of love right like sounds like you guys put a lot of personal work it wasn't something you just financed a lot of personal work yeah. into creating the venue and that took a long time 11 months and um and that's so impressive that you guys were just just very committed to bringing that to reality. I love that. Yeah. We we kind of set our minds to something and <laughs> and then we do it. And I think some of that comes also from construction and flipping homes. You know, we know the end result is going to be great. Um, so it's just kind of keep plugging, you know, plugging ahead and keep moving along. Um, but, yeah, we literally um, – we hired a crew to help us polish the concrete floor. The day we poured all the concrete for the floor of the main venue, we poured 17 truckloads of concrete in one day. And we hired a crew to help us finish that. We hired a crew also to help us set the trusses. 
for the ceiling. Um, just because they were up so high, I wasn't completely comfortable with that. So, um, and we hired a, a guided timber frame, kind of a front patio area and a, and a back patio area for us. Other than that, we, I say we, obviously, a lot of this is Steve, but, you know, the electrical, the plumbing, pouring concrete countertops for the bar countertops, um, you know, he welded up a jig, made a jig, and, and welded up the railing for all the balcony area. We laid all the flooring. We painted it. So we like to be pretty well hands-on and um, and do it ourselves. And I feel like that's when the ownership, um, the pride of the ownership really comes through. Yeah. So you, you get the extra bonus of just really feeling, you know, hey, I did this. I uh, I yes. committed to it, and it was hard work, but uh, we brought it to life, and here it is thriving, getting to serve people, and to help make a, a very important moment in their lives special and incredible. Right, right. Yeah, and I, I feel like I have to give a shout-out and kudos to Steve because, you know, I, of course, um, kind of had the, had the initial vision of, you know, doing it, and we should build it and they will come kind of thing. And that's not completely accurate, but he is really good at looking at like the flow of the building, you know, where are you going to store 300 chairs? You know, you want these type of chairs and they stack, well, they have to be stored somewhere. Um, so he really is good um, with the logistics of that kind of stuff. And um, then there's me saying, well, it'll look better in a photograph if we do it this way. So <laughs> yeah. we we make a good team, but um, if the walls could talk, right? <laughs> yeah, that's so fun. That's so fun. Well, what what advice do you give to someone wanting to pursue uh, a, a career in the event industry, uh, a career similar to yours? What 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 advice might you give them? Well, you know, it's funny that we've had a lot of people even just stop by and look at the venue. We've had people um, ask us, you know, about mentoring them, even out-of-state venues. Um, and anyway, I, I'm, I, what I tell them is I really can't um, dedicate time to that because, you know, we're, we're dedicated to the couples that are booked here and, and growing Emerson Fields. But really, is, it's just it takes hard work. And I know a lot of times it looks easy from what you see on Instagram or, you know, Facebook. It all, you know, oh, they have a pretty website and they make it look effortless. Um, but behind all the effortless look is a lot of effort, um, a lot of sweat equity. And, you know, it just, you have to be really invested in it if, that, if that's what you want to do. Yeah. Super cool, super cool. So, so basically, uh, com com commit and go all in, and uh, and then and you got to put in the, the hard work, right? Like, yeah, I, I love sure. what you said a second ago. It's so easy to see it on Instagram, and that's the final product, and and it looks inspiring, and and it almost looks easy, but uh, there's nothing further from the truth. A lot of people ask me as a DJ, you know, how, uh, how did how did you learn, you know, all that you did, and, and they they fail to see it took 16 years to get here right and so Correct. Um, right uh there's a there's a lot there's a lot more hanging in the background of all of that it's really important right and i think it's just important to get the practical 
outside of, of any industry. Um, you know, if you want to go into catering, uh, you should work for a caterer for a while and, you know, see the backside of that and see the ins and outs of it. And is it really something you're going to enjoy, you know, serving couples in that way? Um, and, and that's kind of what we had done in an essence, I guess, you know, with the photography. I'd been in a lot of venues, um, had served couples that way. And, uh, you know, we, we just kind of boiled it down to here's the few main points that we want our building to have. We want it to flow well and we want it to be specific to weddings only. Um, but yeah, once you start uh, the building process, you know, you're, you're all in at that point. Um, we had, we booked, I don't even know how many, but we booked several weddings while we were still under construction. You know, we had two by four walls and concrete floor and nothing else in the venue. And, you know, having to tell folks, this is our vision for it. This is kind of what it's going to look like in the end. And then for them to trust you in that, um, to say, you know, yes, I will book with you. Um, we don't take that trust for granted still today, you know, but that's, that's huge. Um, we, we wouldn't have built the type of venue that we did or built it specifically, you know, in the way we did if we hadn't been around a while, you know, been through the industry and kind of worked on the back side of things for a while. So I'm thankful for that, even though, you know, those times are hard. Yeah, it's a testament to, uh, I think that's a testament to your, your being able to communicate your heart in that as well, that people would trust, you know, without even being able to see the building itself, being, being willing to trust your vision and your dedication and going ahead and booking a wedding at a venue that doesn't even exist yet. That's really impressive. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's kind of, that's something that we always go back to those, you know, original couples that came when there was just two by four walls and, um, said, man, you know, you guys really, really stepped out on a ledge there for us. And we appreciate that. And, uh, every one of them says it, you know, the way you explain the vision and the way that we knew it would work because, you two were, you know, kind of the ones behind it. You, we knew you would make it work. So um, that's really cool. So awesome. So awesome. And Sherry, is, um, Sherry, have you got questions? Um, I, I just want to say that's so inspiring and just what a neat story behind Emerson Fields. And, um, and I loved your advice about, you know, going to work for a caterer before you jump into catering. Um, I know all of us mm -hmm. here on the, on, on the, uh, you know, right now on the podcast, um, I was in, I worked for a media company out of Atlanta, um, for several years before I jumped into my own media company. Um, Brock started out as a radio host. Um, and so I, I just think it's so great that, you know, that's such a great advice for people to, to go to work for somebody and then go after what you, your big dream. Um, so that's just such yeah. a, so thank you so much for sharing that. Um, and for being You're with welcome. us today. We really appreciate it. Yeah, this has been fun. I appreciate you guys um, just kind of highlighting some of the best things that Missouri has to offer. So, Of course, you're welcome. That's what, that's what I love to do. So um, go ahead, Brock. Well, so uh, before we wrap everything up, uh, Amelia, wh wh how, can, how can our listeners connect with Emerson Fields online? Well, they can definitely find us online um, on our website, emersonfields.com. 
and uh, we pretty much live on Instagram. So we're there, Emerson Fields Venue, and um, we're on Facebook as well, Emerson Fields Venue. We um, spend a lot of time on social media because that's where our clients, you know, are spending time. And it's interesting to know that I hear time and time again from our brides that they follow us on Instagram and that's basically how they plan their wedding with, you know, the, the different vendors that we're sharing. Um, they see those tags and they see something they like, they reach out to those people and that's who they book. So um, social media is, is huge for us. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Amelia, thanks for joining us. Tell Steve we said hello and we missed him. And, I will. Uh, yes. and we're so glad that you got to join us. Uh, to our listeners, I want to thank you guys for joining in. You heard it here first, a story of, um, you know, a, a, a vision and pursuing that, putting in the hard work and creating something that is powerful and meaningful uh, for their clients. It's incredible. If you want to see the vin venue one day, you're driving through mid-Missouri. It's in Excello, Missouri, which is just north of Columbia. It's a, it's a diamond in the rough. Um, and so uh, you'll get a treat to get to see the venue. Uh, make sure you call in and make an appointment before you get there. But uh, I'm Brock. This has been the Sherry and Brock Show. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for joining us and uh, join in next week for another incredible interview.